You're listening to The Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city officials and partners discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a sustainable and innovative community. I'm your host, Tony Bankston, Chief Communication Officer for the City of Dayton. My guest today is City Manager Shelley Dickstein, back to give our listeners an update on improvements and progress since the passage of Issue 9. Shelley, thanks for being here. You're welcome, Tony. Last time you were here, you outlined the critical needs facing the city and how raising the earned income tax was necessary. Voters agreed with you and overwhelmingly passed the eight-year quarter percent earned income tax. Can you give our voters a recap of how much Issue 9 is estimated to generate and a breakdown of where the money will be spent? I sure can. Thanks, Tony. Um, Your Dollars, Your Neighborhood is estimated to generate $11 million annually. Eight and a half million of that 11 is committed to service enhancements and new investments, such as uh, more frequent vacant lot and boulevard mowing, uh, residential road resurfacing, parks improvements, and preschool promise. The remaining two and a half million dollars or so of that 11 million annual number helps fill a budget gap that allows the city of Dayton to maintain essential public safety services and increase the average number of police officers by 20 over the next six years. Okay, since it passed last year around this time, it's been a busy year for city staff. So I wanna go through each one of those areas and talk about the improvements that happened in 2017. The first one is the update on mowing. When you were here last, you said the passes of issue nine would allow the city to mow all vacant lots every 30 days during the mowing season. Did we hit that goal? We came really close, and actually we, we met the objective because the weather helped us. Uh, <laughs> while it wasn't our friend in the beginning with a really wet spring, it did dry out considerably, which slowed the growth of our, of our grass on those vacant lots. So we have nearly completed five mowing cycles of 6,500 lots since May. Those 6,500 lots certainly are um, vacant and abandoned properties that the city has been um, given the responsibility to because property owners are no longer caring for them. So um, we, I think we did a yeoman's job and hats off to the staff who worked so diligently uh, to try and make sure that our neighborhoods looked better next year or this year. And I want to point out this goal, like all the other ones, is a promise through eight years. Correct. That so, is correct. Okay. So the city will continue to be mowing lots during the mowing season again next year as well. Yes. All right. Here's a big one that came up, street resurfacing. Um, in 2016, 6 and 10 Dayton residents were very unhappy with the condition of their streets. Where are we today with resurfacing the streets? Well, we're off to a great start with uh, street resurfacing. We have a total of over a thousand lane miles of residential streets, some of which are in really poor condition, some of which are in good condition. So we set out to have a goal of a little bit over 60 lane miles a year achieved in repaving. Uh, This year, we were uh, able to pave about 129 sections of roads and 45 alleys, uh, representing just about 54 lane miles in the city. So uh, we are very pleased with the um, uh, amount of lane miles we were able to do and uh, will seek to improve our efficiencies next year so that we hit that 60 lane mile mark. 
And just to clarify with this goal, I know we got a lot of um, calls into public affairs about when is my street going to be paved? What's the methodology between who's, what streets get paved first? That's a really good question and frequently asked question. So we, um, every, every year or, or prior to the start of this program, we started with a, a pavement condition index, which was a very thorough analysis of every lane mile and the condition of that lane mile in the city of Dayton. So we have a worst to best um, rating uh, from zero to 100 uh, as it relates to the condition. We take those numbers and we also look at repair that is in the pipeline. If we have uh, infrastructure repairs or replacement projects, we coordinate so that we aren't repaving and then ripping up right. um, recently repaved um, roads. So between the development, uh, prioritization of development projects and the condition of the uh, street, uh, that is how we get our um, prioritized uh, list of streets for the year. Okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And as far as the city parks, now this was a big goal. The city committed to spending $2 million over eight years to upgrade and enhance our municipal parks. What parks got a, a, a refresh this year? This year we had two parks, uh, Mallory Park and Walnut Hills received uh, improvements with regards to their tennis and volleyball courts. And next year, we plan to upgrade three more parks in Dayton View, uh, Welcome, and Washington Park. And if I know I was at the Mallory Park ribbon cutting, it really made a big difference. It's a beautiful park. It, it really is amazing how um, a little bit of improvements goes a long way and is and, and really creates a, a much higher quality of life for the residents who utilize those parks. Absolutely. The final area I want to ask you about is police staffing. Um, with the passage of Issue 9, we promise voters that by 2022, the number of officers in uniform will increase by 20. How many officers do we have on staff today? We have just about 345 officers. Uh, we just had a, two large classes for um, to, to start delivering on that promise. And by the end of our eight-year pledge, we should be right around 365 officers. And these are officers that are in uniform. In uniform and on the streets. And on the street. It was in response to the neighbors really wanting an increased visibility and an emphasis on safety. Okay. And just before I let you go, Shelley, I know that it was important to you that the city be accountable for this money once this issue nine passed. Um, what has the city done so far so residents can keep up with how we're spending our money? So one of the projects, uh, you're right, Tony, there was a lot of consternation about the city uh, performance around these pledges. And we wanted to make sure that citizens could very clearly track and monitor our progress. Uh, initially, we had a lot of information on the uh, web and we reported out uh, with regards to our performance. However, I'm really excited to, to let everyone know about our new dashboard product that you can get to by going to www.daytonohio.gov and click on Your Dollars, Your Neighborhood. And what these dashboards do is report out in those areas that we had talked about before with regards to the 
the uh, focus areas around uh, vacant lot mowing, street resurfacing, city park improvement, uh, policing, staffing, preschool promise, and just overall budgetary information. It's very easy, uh, even I can figure out how to do the technology, but it's very easy for uh, citizens to go and to the area they're interested. They can drill down on the map to, the, to their street address or any address in the, neighbor, in the city, and they can really look at real-time performance as to how we are doing on our promise at any point in time in the year and get real-time information. So we're very excited about this uh, tool to, to not only more easily communicate with the citizens, but it's also very transparent and it keeps us accountable to the promises that we made that the voters uh, supported. I also want to point out, and besides the dashboards, you do a quarterly report out to the commission as well as we try to get you on television. We try to get you in a number of places where you're talking about all the great things that are happening in Dayton. What's really cool about the dashboards, I think, is that you can pick it up on your smartphone and it's, it's scaled appropriately so they're very easy to read to anybody who wanted to look at them. Yes, they are. Is there anything else you want to update our voters about? as it relates to issue nine, which I keep saying issue nine, but I know that it's no longer issue nine. We, we came up with a snazzy um, tagline for it. You wanna tell us what that is, Shelley? Yeah, again, it's your dollars, your neighborhood, uh, because that's really what it boiled down to when our voters supported issue nine. We wanted to make sure there was something that was easy for them to to follow our progress on. So your dollars, your neighborhood. And as the roads are being repaved and work's being done, I believe there is signage that is put out to that effect that says your dollars, your neighborhood. So if you see those signs out there, know that your tax dollars is helping this work get done. Absolutely. Shelley, thanks so much for joining us today. You're welcome, Tony. To find out more about the city of Dayton or the dashboard, please visit us at www.daytonohio.gov and click your dollars, your neighborhood. Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov.